0: Start us start, 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 start the show.
1: Welcome to another episode, of Lem, Me, No. I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Cynthia Villa. She's the writer and a poet from Wilmington, California. Um, You might have heard from her. She was actually my third guest ever. She came on really early on the development of the show. And if you go back, you can tell that I was super green. I thought everything was important and I wasn't using the power of the edit button or I wasn't putting good use to it. So... Uh, I just want to thank her for being so patient around because she was actually featured on Alegría Magazine's Latinx poetry project. It's a book, a compilation of po- poetry of, of passionate Latinx poets. because i'm such a fan of cynthia i decided to have her on and promote the book for her and we pretty much catch up um if you haven't heard the that the third episode i suggest you go back it's still one of my favorite episodes make sure you stick around all the way to the end because she reads one of her poems and i want you guys to see why why i um i admire her so much and why i'm a fan of her poetry so uh, i think i'm gonna let you guys listen to the episode but before i go i just want to let you guys know that you can find her at cj villa underscore that's her instagram there you could read her poetry and like i said make sure you go grab her um go go grab the alegría magazines latinx poetry project so you can read some of her poetry and alongside with alejandra Jimenez, i had her on last week so um go support to to um passionate poets you know they're trying to put their stuff out there and um like i said enjoy this podcast enjoy this episode and um let them know that you heard it and go get that book
2: Déjame a través de mi mirada darte todo mi esplendor Déjame quedarme aquí, déjame besarte ahí Donde guardas tus secretos, los más oscuros y los más bellos Te regalo mis piernas Cuesta tu cabeza en ellas. Te regalo mis fuerzas, usa las cada que no tengas. Te regalo. que sientas lo que sentí, déjame cuidarte, déjame abrazarte, déjame enseñarte todo lo que tengo para hacerte muy feliz, te regalo mis piernas, recuesta tu cabeza en en ellas. te regalo mis fuerzas
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that song today. I'm sitting with Cynthia Villa, she's a poet and a writer from Wilmington, California. And on top of that, she's a notary republic, but we're gonna get into that at the end. You know, we're trying to hook her up, get some money. But you know, first of all, um, if you guys don't know Cynthia, you should. She's personally one of my favorite people to talk to on the show and outside the show. And um, you know, I had to bring her back because she's gonna be. She's featured in the Latinx Poetry Project by uh, Alegría Magazine. She's one of fifty poets that were featured in the in this book. So I suggest you go look for it. Um, I think it's available now. But first of all, before you know, I usually start with how's your day. But you know what? Like with this whole quarantine thing, I have to ask you, man, how how you doing? How 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 you how's the quarantine treating you?
3: well hello to everyone first of all mm-hmm. and um well the whole quarantine thing honestly i haven't really been affected by it just at least not like many others have i'm still working i'm one of the lucky ones who's still working mm-hmm. so i guess i'm essential, yeah, we're all
1: essential.
3: <laughs> right so um but yeah my my daily routine is still the same um The only changes that i have you know seen or experienced over the weekend you know i don't have that free time just to do as i wish or even just to do errands you know you have to be more careful now
1: yeah well um like i was telling you i work at a grocery store so like people don't know like boundaries people don't know personal space they're all up on your business like asking you questions right in your face like the only positive thing is that now I guess starting Friday, it's gonna be mandatory for everybody to wear masks.
3: Yeah, I heard about that, yes. So at,
1: so at least they're, they're all gonna be able to like smell their own breath and hopefully they, you know, they know <laughs> what they smell like. So at least <laughs> that's a positive thing happening, you know? Right, I mean. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, some people just don't know boundaries yeah, or and, personal space.
1: And especially like at my, like where I work at, at my store, Like, they start just taking things from the pallet. So, hopefully, like, I don't know. People need to be more respectful. Yeah, Is it really that crazy? Yeah, they go to the back and, like, where our storage Mm -hmm. places, they start looking for things. Like, like, come on. Like, we're going to put everything that we have on the floor. We're not going to keep anything. Me, I'm an honest guy. Like, wherever I need, I get it. I don't get more than that because I do understand that people yes that stuff too You know, i'm not gonna be stingy or trying to sell it for more than than the actual price but i mean hopefully hopefully you and your girl there you guys are both you know well you're a partner sorry i didn't mean to <laughs> yeah your partner both of you guys hopefully you guys are you know not fighting too much because over here's like rah, rah, my house so
3: i guess it helps you know i am still working so i'm not oh home as much
1: and and you have a dog right i just saw him earlier so at least you guys could like
3: yes (laughs) like
1: start start talking like like can you believe your mom this well
3: that's already a given you know it's it's what we do
1: (laughs) so i mean like like i mentioned at at the beginning so you were my third person to be on the show so first of all thank you for believing me from the beginning and thank you for coming back like I guess I didn't scare you too much that you (laughs) you accepted my invitation again
3: of course not you know I support you just as much as you support me so you know here we are
1: yeah and then to the the listeners I suggest you go back to episode three and that's pretty much the me and Cynthia we, we caught up like I guess we were pretty close during middle school and during high school we were kind of close. We were staying out in the same spot, but even you know, after that we lost, you no, know, we lost touch. And then I found out that she was writing poetry. I started doing the show. She was spec, skeptical coming on. She, she didn't know what she was getting herself into. But at the end of the day, I managed to convince her. And personally, like I mentioned, it's one of my favorite shows. So I highly, highly suggest you guys go check it out. But moving forward, so like I said, you were featured in Alegría magazine's poetry um latinx poetry project so tell me first of all how does it feel like well, before you that congratulations you know congratulations. thank
3: you. you
1: i know it means a lot to me so it must mean a lot to you too
3: <laughs> of course <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tell me about the process how 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 does that work like how were you chosen and like what did you have to do to to be published
3: so um I believe it was back in February I was just on the Instagram Explorer page and um, the post had a typewriter and it just really grabbed my attention and I clicked on it I wasn't following the magazine back then mm-hmm. and I saw the opportunity they were asking for uh, it was pretty much open submissions for Latinx uh, poets mm-hmm. and you were supposed to submit two pieces um, and. The topics they were asking for were social justice, immigration, and feminism, and pretty much what Davina, with uh, Davina Ferreira, who is a poet and writer herself, she's the CEO of the of the magazine. Uh, what she was trying to do is pretty much in these hard times, you know, put something together, put a project together that just kind of changes the mood a little bit, and obviously gives us the opportunity. The The project was to celebrate Poetry Month, which is for the month of April, and you're supposed to submit two pieces. I was a little hesitant at first. I knew it was a great opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, but of course I was nervous, and I just sat on the thought for a couple of days, and it wasn't until almost, uh, the Dayline was approaching and a fellow poet, Alejandra Jimenez, which you interviewed recently also, Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know each other, so we keep in touch here and there. And she just sent me the post on Instagram telling me she had just submitted her work and that I should take the opportunity. So I kind of took that as a sign, you know, kind of give me a little boost to just go for it. So... I stopped going around, and I I didn't write new uh, new poems. Mm-hmm. I actually just went back to my files to see if I had anything that was that pretty much that conveyed what they were asking for. Mm-hmm. And I did find two pieces that I felt comfortable with. So I guess in a way you can say I was playing it safe. I mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to feel pressured or or forced to create something new, and uh, well, it worked. I I was selected in the first round, and at first I didn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) At first I didn't believe it. Uh, I I remember that morning, I was on, on Instagram, of course, and the first post was uh, Alejandra's picture. She was the very, very first one on the cover. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said, oh my God, you know, she was selected. I was really happy for her. So I nervously just started scrolling through the pictures.
1: You're the last one.
3: Right. So I was like, oh my God, I didn't get selected. Mm -hmm. But it did say first round, you know, there will be more coming up. So I wasn't discouraged, but I was a little nervous. I was like, oh my God, I'm not here. mm -hmm. But then right
1: you know, before the end, there I was, and <laughs> yeah, I, I was impressed shocked. too. I was yeah. impressed too. I was like, <laughs> I was scrolling, I was like, oh look cool. Alejandra, and the, the the very last picture, I was like, that's Cynthia. What? <laughs> like she actually like like I, I it caught me by surprise. Like I've been telling you, I like I send you stuff all the time, but I, I did follow them because I, I wanted to have what's your name again, Davina. The, the, yeah, Davina. The like yeah. I, I want to tap her on to I guess um, oh. she, had, she had somebody that I know on um, loose. She, mm-hmm. she featured and uh, I think Alejandra from Latinx Therapy. She she got she was featured in the magazine I think um as one of the influential like women in like pod, or not podcasting but like period. Mm-hmm. And like I had her I, I had her on because of that and then like I was just you know I was looking at poetry She was like alright cool. I was I was, I was scrolling 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 the last picture was like. Cynthia and then I was like man congratulations like cool but
3: yeah I I didn't even make a fuss about it it honestly was not I was not processing it Uh I literally just forwarded the the post to my girlfriend Mm -hmm. Uh, she was the only one that knew I had participated Okay, I didn't tell anybody and I just forwarded to her I didn't say anything and it was not until she started making a big fuss about it congratulating me that it all sort of started uh making sense mm-hmm. and uh, i think i even waited like maybe in another half an hour or so when i really when it really sunk in that you know what you're being uh, pretty much feature in this project.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's when that- I
3: decided to repost it, but it took me a while. It honestly did.
1: Well, you're already in the book. I mean, there's nothing that you could do about that. <laughs> right, like- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, so like, what was the the pushing point? What was like the that point where you're like, you know what, I am gonna do this. Like you, I, like you said, you were thinking about it. You were thinking about it, and you waited to the last minute. And like, but what was the thing? I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Like, what made you want to actually like send well, out that email?
3: I think it was in the beginning of the year that I started contemplating to really invest more more time in my poetry. You know, nowadays you have the IGTVs and you you're recording yourself, you're going live, and I see that that brings a lot of attention to a lot of people. So I've been really contemplating on exposing myself a little more I mean I don't have a lot of followers mm-hmm. and I do keep a lot of stuff very private and I'm not always posting my poetry Yeah. <laughs> so I kind I, I kind of just want to invest more time in it and, and pretty much see where it all goes so I thought this was the opportunity that I had been looking for so I mean all you had to do was submit two pieces no questions asked yeah. nothing so i thought to myself why not and then obviously seeing that somebody was also doing it somebody that i knew was doing it that also encouraged me a little bit more
1: yeah like you're not alone you mentioned that we're in um, poetry month right national poetry month Thank yes you. so how are you celebrating like have you been writing anything i, I know like right now you like you, you you're going to school and you're working full-time but like have you been inspired because of this quarantine maybe you're writing about like the in the Latinx like the view of it or the people that aren't documented
3: um so I haven't really been writing I've been a little out of inspiration lately I'm just so caught up with my daily stuff um, but I do have maybe about three new pieces mm. Um. But I haven't been writing as much as I used to. That's for sure.
1: And and um, well, you usually post your stuff on Instagram. But my question is, like, do you actually write on a typewriter? Because sometimes you have pictures on typewriters and like different types of pages. Like, is that how you so, actually write? Or? So
3: I do love almost everything vintage. I own I do own two typewriters. Hmm. Um, not everything is done on my typewriter. But I do I did download an app on my phone mm-hmm. that it's like a typewriter. So okay. that's fun. At least, you know, because obviously yeah. you cannot carry a typewriter everywhere but, you go. It's pretty oh, yeah. heavy. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So the app helps.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think I,
3: it kinda it just adds to it, you know?
1: So with this whole quarantine thing, um, what what have you been noticing personally? Like has it been affecting you? Like we talked a little bit in the beginning of it, but like, do you feel like any of that has inspired your work so far? Like, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Like, right now, you said you're probably not inspired, but like, have, what's going on in your mind? Cause I, I can't wait for the next thing. Like, I'm a big, big fan of your stuff. Um, actually, if you guys, little, little behind the scenes. So, if you guys, uh, I think on the weekend, like, some, I posted, uh, this thing, like, you choose a number and then have to post something on Instagram. So, I was asked about which is my favorite poem. And if you saw a poem, that was my poem. So, just in case you guys saw it and you guys liked it, that was my my, my piece of work right there. So, just a little behind the scenes. So, like I said, not to to make it about me, but like, what about (laughs) you? What's going on?
3: (laughs) Well, uh, well, like I told you, I'm still working. Uh, I'm still pretty busy. But... um, I've, I have been thinking, you know, in my free time, or even just the little bit that I've been outdoors, uh, it gets you thinking because things are not as simple as they used to be. Even this whole social distancing, like for example, I don't know if you saw one of my posts a few days ago. Uh, I was standing at the bank, and on the tile, on the floor, they had this big uh, sticker or sign that said please stand here to maintain social distancing Mm -hmm. and you see that all over the bank you know they're trying to keep everybody apart from one another and that alone just really got me thinking how social distancing alone just puts everything life and even our self identities in perspective right now having so much downtime makes you question or at least I think I think it makes you question your identity like who really am I in life what am I doing with my life and is this really what I want to continue doing even family you know what's family and by that I mean we're usually on the go 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 um I believe even um research says that we spend about 30-something minutes a day with family. Out of 24 hours, we only spent 37 minutes of quality time. 37 minutes, what is it? Maybe just dinner time? Mm-hmm. And even then, sometimes we're so caught up in, in everything that we're doing that we forget to really slow down and just be human and live life, you know? The importance of connecting with one another and and family, yeah that's those just just some thoughts that you know have been going through my crazy head
1: damn i i I see those signs all the time at my job and i've never had a deep thought like that before like at all so (laughs) if you guys can't tell this is why i'm such a big fan because a little sign that says like stop or like keep whatever distance made her think about all this uh, you already know the porch is gonna be good. Like personally, I've never thought but now you just made me think like Yeah, like when I go visit my mom I don't really visit her for too long. It's like 30 minutes, you know, like you said, like I like get in get out get my get my like mail see how she's doing. She needs anything and then boom I into my like my own life, but and that that just that made me feel bad like how much of a dick I've been to my mom like, God, <laughs> Well how does
3: that how does that make you feel now that pretty much uh, there's orders or laws per se that are telling you you cannot go visit your own mother.
1: Whoa um oh it, you I know what it's i mean my choice it's like ignore my choice because my mom does take care of kids mm-hmm. and since like i said i'm like in the public and i'm surrounded by people and i don't know how they're if they're taking care of themselves right and i don't want to bring that to my mom my mom's like still young she's like in her 50s mm-hmm. but you know it doesn't mean i'm gonna risk her life just you know like i'm just trying to help her get in whatever she needs and, Cause I feel like once once it's all done, like I'm gonna be able to spend time. But like the one thing that has like 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 the thought that that because this whole coin thing, like what I've been thinking was like we all say that like we we make plans for the future, but this whole quarantine thing like made me like man like all these plans that we all made like they're done like we can't do any of that anymore. So like we forget to live in the moment and actually do things then and there. And Definitely we tend to just put off everything for the future, and then so like stuff like this. Like honestly, we don't like. I'm sure like the people that have passed away because of this, like they've all had like plans for the future, right? And they were cut short because of this. So I think like that's the only thing that I took because of this whole quarantine thing. Like, um, like just live more in the moment and like say, I, I guess. Like do things you want to do And not not wait for the future Like if you could do them now Then do them now You know If you've been Trying to write a book um, Trying to write a poem You know Like have a podcast Spend time with Like Maybe fix a relationship Like I think this is the time to do it You know Don't wait for the future Just do it Yeah
3: I can definitely relate I feel that I'm always working For the future Planning for the future You know Um that sometimes I do forget to just Be grounded and be present And in, in, in my today's pretty much yeah. So like I said I feel like this whole Situation is putting everything into perspective
1: mm-hmm. So Going back to the book So what, what, Can you tell us a little bit about the two poems that you chose
3: uh, Yeah So one of them Was is Titled I am a woman and the other one was "Sin Nadie Mas I still don't know, like I said which one was chosen but my heart is telling me that I Am A Woman was chosen and um, that one pretty much that one talks about how women since they're little girls or we are little girls we are taught To be pretty, be adequate, and pretty much that motherhood and marriage should be our ultimate goals, you know? That's how a woman should be. And men, on the other hand, or boys, are naturally taught to be strong and to be leaders. So, this, I feel that with this piece, I am rejecting those. Ideas and misconceptions Of what a woman Should be and Because we Can also be leaders So it sort of falls into The whole the future Is female kind of Phrase
1: So like when, when you're starting when you're writing A poem or something like that What, what do you think of like Do you think of the, the Like consequences that's Going to have in the reader like I think, I don't. I don't know. You read. You read a poem to me, and I told you how I felt about it, and you were like, Mm kind of like, yeah, like that. That's not what you had intended, but like I took something else from it. So like, when you write, like, what's your intent?
3: Well, that's the beauty of poetry. It's open to interpretation, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, just like anything else. But um, I don't think I always think about the reader i don't know if that's a good or bad thing
1: i mean you're, um, in, your, you're in your like you're in your zone it's I right poetry is more about how you feel you know like like you said it's more interpretation than anything
3: yes yeah, so i'm pretty much inspired either it could be personal or it could be something about that i witness or something that somebody else is experiencing so sometimes anything can trigger inspiration is not always personal but this one for example I am a woman is it is a bit personal I'm like I told you I feel that I'm always working or planning for the future Uh, I have life goals career goals that I would love to accomplish so I feel that those fields are not necessary always for women we're taught to just be pretty be adequate and be a wife be a mother but we're never taught to really be leaders so us as women we sort of have to make that path for ourselves like i told you it, everything has been a surprise i am really ecstatic about it and i still i guess a part of me still can't believe it you know just really excited about it and like you mentioned uh, my my mom passed away so this is how poetry for me started it was it was a way of coping with it and then eventually it just became a hobby and i never really thought i would be where i am today with poetry Mm -hmm. so it's been it's been it's been a really good good experience
1: well i'm proud of you Well, whatever i'm sure she's proud of you too but thank you Uh, from like what i've seen like you coming on the first episode like on the third episode and and pretty much like putting yourself out there like it takes a lot like i know it takes a lot because i like all the stuff i do is like in the public so i know how much like how much it actually takes to like put your um not to call insecurities to the side Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. actually like do something you know like personally Like what took me to do all this Is my girlfriend pushing me and telling Me to shut up like shut up if we're gonna Do this if you are not gonna do this just shut up stop Saying it and then made me like, you know, Act on I, it she said Yeah that what
3: she said act On it
1: she's like well you've been saying That you want to start a podcast so you've been saying You want to do stand up like you keep saying It but you're not doing anything about it if you're not gonna do Anything about it just don't just stop and Then I was like you know what I'm gonna do something about it Because I was afraid like i was afraid to be like rejected i was afraid nobody would like me but like i told you like before we recorded like there's always gonna be somebody that doesn't like me you know right that's so, very I'm, true if you keep thinking if you keep thinking about the people that don't like you they're gonna you're always you're gonna that's always gonna hold you back and you can't be doing that but um as far as this this um this whole thing like with the book like i, br- I brought you on the first time and I like you mentioned. I tag you a bunch of things because I want you to write a book. So, um, do you feel that's coming anytime soon, or like I know you're you're busy and I know you got school, but do you feel that that you're gonna write a book soon or soonish?
3: Well, this whole uh poetry project was really eye opening and inspiring. I've honestly have gotten a really really good response from. Uh, everyone you know that's including everyone on social media that follows me family friends and you bringing me on again so I, I definitely think it's really motivating me and inspiring me to follow through and, and finish a book um, I've, I've been sitting on a manuscript for for some time now but I really want to invest the time and hopefully release a book um, within the next couple months, I mean, hopefully by the end of the year. So, I think that's something that everybody will have to stay tuned for. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you guys already know if that book ends up happening by the end of this year, you're gonna, you should expect it next year. You know, you know me. Like I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna keep bugging you until you actually write the book. So, well, well
3: most of the book is written.
1: Oh yeah, no. Until you, pu- actually, I yeah. I guess the publishing part—that's the difficult part. Finding the right avenue and who should go with, if she self-publish, right. or but um, I know it'll just know,
3: take a little bit more research.
1: Yeah, I I know you know Grace. Um, the listeners know Grace, so hopefully, like she she's able to help you, but uh, maybe like guide you or like take you to the towards the right direction or like where you should go.
3: Yeah, uh, I briefly have spoken to her before in the past, and she's willing to. Um, offer me advice, you know, tell me what her experience was like. So I know she's someone I can definitely reach out to. Mm-hmm.
1: So like, and this new, like when you end up like publishing this, do you feel you're going to add these two poems that you have featured on this book?
3: I'm not sure. I might. Maybe I can leave it for a second book. Yeah, I don't I, know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking because like, since this is already out into the world. Right. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It could be the first two poems that were that people have been like, "Oh man, I already read these," and then you, the third poem comes, boom, like, "Oh, this is brand new." Or, well,
3: know. the manuscript actually has poems that I have I've never published before or posted on social media.
1: Have you ever thought of have making that its own like page, like the, your poems?
3: Um, I thought about it, but I don't know if I have the time to manage two pages (laughs) so that's something i need to figure out for myself also
1: yeah because yeah because i mean i wonder the the i mean i do it a lot is i I put myself out there i put myself out there like the podcast and stuff but you gotta constantly be pushing your stuff you know right right to you gotta stay in people's spaces and then to wear them down. That's my approach. That's always been my approach. <laughs> that's how I got that's how I got <laughs> you into the show. So it's, it's been successful for me this far. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm really grateful that you came on the show and you know, I'm proud of you. I not I've said this a lot of times, but I'm very proud of you, especially like where we came from. So a little behind the scenes, like um or history. So, same thing that we were in ESL when we got into English, I mean, um, like, middle school. And just to think, like, how far we've came, you know, you writing a book or being featured in a book and in your way to writing a poetry book, um, being able to do these things with a language that's foreign, you know, something that, like, you know, second, second for us, but manipulating a way where we could express ourselves. I'm just, like, very proud of how far you've came you know just being published you know i'm sure it means a lot to you but it also means a lot to me because thank
3: you i appreciate that and i mean look at you too
1: yeah, but I'm not writing, great you know? i'm not writing the other writing i do is like super basic and i have to ask my girlfriend to like proofread it for me because
3: you'd be surprised poetry can be very simple sometimes
1: yeah well i mean like i said i i wrote a poem and it's super simple i try to rhyme it's like rhymes in some parts it doesn't in some others like i don't know what i was doing i just like i was that's how i felt so i'm just gonna put it out there so that's all
3: there is
1: yeah but that's how you
3: felt it doesn't have to rhyme it doesn't you don't even need to have a grammar check honestly it's just you write whatever you think or feels right and that's it
1: like some of mine like i would write you the letter just i would just put you in some other parts i just put w-o-u i didn't know what i was doing like <laughs> i couldn't make up my mind i would do slang but i just i don't know but whatever so um we're, we're about to end real soon so before we go i don't know if you want to tell people how they can find you tell them about how they can support the show oh actually um tell us i know i mentioned in the beginning you, you got into the notary republic So tell us a little bit about that and how the listeners could, you know, may benefit from your services.
3: So quick correction is notary public, not republic.
1: Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) I'm trying to give you more, you know, more (laughs) a region, but all right.
3: Uh, Yeah, so I'm a notary public and I can pretty much help with any document that needs a notary stamp. Mm -hmm. I'm a mobile notary public So I go to you, you don't have to drive And I usually work after hours So at no extra charge Mm -hmm. So if anybody Needs to You know, contact me in regards To that, you can also find me On my Instagram, I guess that's the easiest Way, and then I can Further uh, provide My cell phone number
1: Alright, so I'm gonna give I think I already gave it out in the intro, but Right now where we end the in this part of the interview i'm gonna also give it out again so make sure you go check her poetry out and make sure you go if you need the, her services go check out the notary public there you go no <laughs> so english is my second language you know, I,
3: mine you know. too <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right so um like i said i don't know if you want to end the the show with the poem i don't know if you're comfortable with that.
3: yeah that's fine
1: all right, so. Give us the whichever poem one that maybe is featured in the book or a brand new one, it's up to you.
3: Okay. Since I already talked about I am a woman, um just go ahead and, and read that one. I am a woman, but I've never been a girl. I've always been a boy. I was born to win. I was born to lead. Call me crazy, call me naive, call me lesbian. Call me feminist. Call me anything you want, but don't call me weak. I belong with the pact. I am a woman, and I was born to lead.
1: Mm. This is the first time I've ever, besides you saying that you're, I mean, you have a girlfriend, this is the first time I've ever met. <laughs> you like labeling yourself? So that's well, I'm
3: not easy. necessarily labeling myself. Over oh, just putting a label. But because, you know, sometimes if a, if a woman. Is a feminist. Oh. Uh, sometimes they refer to them as lesbians. You must be a lesbian if you're a feminist, but that's not true. It's okay. far from reality. It that, sometimes that's just the only way life or certain situations make sense to others. So, so it's not labeling myself. It's just my strength.
1: Cynthia, thank you for being on the show. Hopefully, you guys go check out the book. Go to um, either you could email. You could send me a DM. And I'll give her the, I'll give you the link so you guys could help her, um, Cynthia, out, you know, with the little cash, you know, because right now everybody's struggling, and I'm sure you know a little dollar two won't, won't hurt, right? So thank you for being on the show, and can't wait to to read your book when when you publish it, and you know I'm gonna have you on again, and um, big round of applause for for Cynthia.
3: <laughs> thank you, right, thank so. you for bring me on again. I really appreciate all your support.
1: All right. All right. So, I'm going to end this real quick and then we're we'll we'll start we'll still talk, you know me. All right, guys. So, that was Cynthia Vija right there. I'm sure you guys could see why why I'm such a fan of her. And uh, make sure you grab her book. Make sure you go support her. She does have a, a link already available for you guys. So, if you guys want it, make sure you contact her or send me an email and i'll send you the link so you can support her and other latinx people and um like i'm sure like you guys enjoyed this episode and her poetry just as much as i do so don't forget get that book use that promo code her promo code or her link that way she could get compensated for her work because at the end of the day we do this for because we're passionate about it and because it's fun and we love it but it doesn't hurt to get paid so if you would like that link, make sure you message me. I will be giving out a, f- a copy of this book. So, um, go to my Instagram, you can find me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. At, you can email me at Let Me Know on gmail.com. A uh, little reminder we, I do have a GoFundMe, you can find that at Let Me Know on GoFund.com. And I have a Patreon account. If you uh, have some, a couple levels, if you want to donate, a dollar, five. And 10 and 20 um, Make sure you go see my Patreon account And as always remember I have Teespring you can get some shirts At teespring.com And I do have hats um, Those are available for $20 each And uh, like I said go to teespring.com And use the promo code Let me know and you can save yourself 10, 20% or if you Tell me what shirt you want I'll be able to get it for you And I'll, I'll use that promo code And I'll save you some money all right, guys. So I think that's gonna be it for me. Uh, thank you, guys, for uh, supporting us. Thank you to, for to Cynthia for coming on the show. And like I said, hopefully you guys go support, get that book. Um, at the end of the day, you're gonna be supporting not only Cynthia but all the Latinx po- poets that you know went into that, that got featured in this book. And you know, I, at the end of the day, we just want opportunity to entertain you to. I mean in their case to help you feel something so like i said make sure you grab this book and as for me make sure you go leave a review on itunes five stars that way people could you know come on the show and support people like cynthia uh, that's gonna be it like i said thank you guys for being here thank you to cynthia thank you guys for everything you do and as always thank you guys for letting me be part of your day all right guys, so next time i'll see ya.
0: bye <music>